1: Midday on Wednesday, which means it is for the record right here on FBI 94.5 FM. My is Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. Hello. And just before we start today's show, uh, Dan and I would like to acknowledge that right now we are broadcasting on unceded Gadigal land, and we'd like to pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations listeners who are tuning in right now.
2: Sovereignty was never ceded.
1: In the wake of this last week and the very intense cultural shift that is happening at the moment before we started, Dan and I just want to quickly acknowledge that a lot of the music that we play on for the record, a lot of the things we talk about and the music industry at large is very much exploitative of black African culture struggle and adversity We want to take a moment just to recognise that this is in fact where a lot of music comes from Mm -hmm. and we also want to take a moment to recognise that the parallels between the Black African experience and First Nations experiences can't be ignored and we're taking as much time as we can right now to really listen and read and reckon with our privilege and take the time to... Mm -hmm learn and consider how we can do a lot better, which is what we're going to be doing from today onwards on for the record.
2: And there's so many things that we should be and can be reading up on. And if you want a little bit of a help in maybe kind of guiding you in the right direction, uh, FBI has put together a anti-racism resources package. So if you want to head over to fbiradio.com slash anti-racism, you can head on over and check out all of the stuff to read up on
1: a completely non-exhaustive list that might be a good place for you to start.
2: Now, we're doing something a little bit outside of the norm today from our usual setup on the show. We've been toying with the idea of in the aftermath of COVID and it hitting the music industry as a whole relatively hard, uh, doing a little spotlight on some of our favourite Australian and Sydney record labels, and we wanted to kind of give them a massive spotlight play all of their tunes, all of their artists, and really kind of hone in on one specific label at a time. It is an absolute pleasure to be starting it off with one of our absolute favourites here at For The Record.
1: And at FBI. And I think it's pretty safe to say in Sydney the absolute powerhouse that is Andy Garvey. And we're going to be showcasing Pure Space Records today. So we're going to be unpacking PS1... 2.1 ps3 and if you pay close enough attention you might just hear some unreleased pure space music that's going to be hitting us uh, everywhere you grab your music from very very soon we caught up with Andy remotely and got the down low on the start of the label how it transitioned from a radio show into a record label we talked about a few different releases with her. To
2: get comfortable, maybe grab a little cup of tea and get ready to strap yourself into some of the best techno, electro and breakbeat coming out of Sydney right now.
1: If you want to keep an eye on the track list, just head to com slash programs and click on For the Record. You keep tabs right there.
3: Andy Garvey and I run a label and radio show called Pure Space. It launched in 2016 in August. Back then, I was just finishing uni and DJing quite a bit. I was working at Future Classic for almost three years. Started out as an intern and was doing some merch stuff for them and some A&R stuff. And I was also hosting a few radio shows on FBI. I was hosting Spin the Bottle with Johnny Lou every Saturday night. And I was also hosting Friday Sunset with the Future Classic DJs with Chad Kilard and James McInnes. And that show, as Future Classic grew as a label and kind of ended up being just me hosting for quite a while and I kind of realized that like the music that was expected of that show was not exactly the music that I was personally becoming more and more interested in and invested in kind of decided that instead of really taking that show on as my own I would create a new show and it's so rare at the station the grid of programming is locked in quite tight that somehow a slot became available and I I, here we are almost four years later 9 till 11 p.m every Monday night and I guess that time slot in a sense has allowed me to really embrace some more experimental sounds in the music that I collect and it's so funny people think that one must have come after the other but it was always a goal to do a label I have this really vivid memory being fresh out of school at 18 and mum being like what are you gonna do with your life and I showed her the future classic website was like I want to do something like what these guys are doing this was pre-flume A years later my mum told me that she remembers that as well and also remembers thinking these guys aren't making like how, how is that your goal <laughs> to run a company that makes no money but alas here we are 10 years later and I am running a company that makes no money yeah so the goal to do a label was also there I guess that was even there before the idea to do a radio show I had some really good advice from Vic from astral people back in the day as well this was when i was kind of just starting to break through as a DJ. We caught up and I told him that I was really excited to start a label and he told me that I needed to wait and I needed to find a time to start that when it comes really naturally. Like when people are sending you music and when you understand more about the processes and I guess then working at Future Classic and gaining so much insight from those guys. It really allowed me that when, you know, the radio show had been established for a few years and I was getting a lot of music and I was becoming friends with a lot of artists that, like, the trust and the understanding were both there. Like, the understanding on my end to start a label was there and the trust from the artists to release their music was also there. So it kind of became a really organic process instead of, you know, going out on a limb and being like, I'm going to start a label. This all just felt really definitely not easy, but it just felt like the right time when that project happened, which was um, just over a year ago now. let's talk about ps001.1 um days advanced reality such a massive tune i have played this it's probably one of my most played tracks over the last two years um so exciting to have such quick paced fast trippy music from days um the Reptant track as well so staunch but airy he has such an amazing repertoire of music, and it was really exciting to have a repton track out on PSW 1.1. Point Guard, The Chase, is a such a subtle banger. You don't expect that super staunch bass line to come in after the main drop, but it just, every time... It's one of those dance floor moments when people go, ah, so good. I'm really proud of Point Guard on that track. I've actually known him since I was like 18. He's Canberra boy as well. And we both moved up to Sydney. He came up a couple of years after me, but yeah, he's, he studied at JMC and just is now making such really refined dance music. And E. David as well is another artist who I met through the radio show and who really perfectly finished off this first release. The track Wave Station New Cycle Mix is I guess one of the most loved tracks on the record. He is so open with sharing his space. He runs a a studio in Marrickville and just has so much time and love and energy for those around him so working with him on the label was such a pleasure um the next release is more i guess less staunch but more electro broken beat another great point guard track that um was exciting to include a real classic sounding electro track I would say the work between the label and the the radio show is mutually exclusive. I prep the radio show and that's pretty much confined to one day's work. Like I'm looking for music, I'm listening to music, I'm organising a track list and we go in and we present the show. And from that ideas can come from the label like finding new artists but the work on the label is ongoing through the week. it takes a lot of like time and consideration to decide how things should be and what the next ideas will be and you know I I guess I pride myself on taking my time with a lot of things like not rushing into a release or I, I guess I've just heard of so many not horror stories but just like upsetting stories of artists who have been talking with labels and they think a release is going to happen and and then it never does and i think that is something that i'm just so conscious of giving people the right expectation of why i'm listening to their music and not forcing anything or not getting anyone's hopes up i think is really important i would say that the design and aesthetic of pure space wasn't super planned <laughs> but it has grown its own identity like if you scroll back to the first videos or even down to the bottom of the SoundCloud there is no graphic design direction (laughs) well there is I think I was just uploading the logo for the cover image of all of the mixes and then the old clips are like visuals from NASA's free archive that have had the colors saturated. P.Y. is the artist who has made all of the visual elements for the label so far. I've known her since I was a baby 18 year old. We actually used to throw parties together in Canberra back in the day, but that's a whole nother story. She's my best friend and starting the radio show. She was also really getting more and more invested in her digital art practice and you know, for me having the show every week is a reason to find new music and to practice DJing and for her making a video every week was a reason to open the programs, to make videos and get inspired and learn a new technique every week and that was just a way for her as well to grow her practice. So you can kind of see how the videos have gone from using sourced material to learning how to use trap code and is grown then organically through both of us learning together now the art is though it's simple it's really distinctive especially as the parties and events have grown it's like refined its identity now with the label we're using the same circular image for all of the covers and for that i just wanted it to remain really consistent and identifiable from like a record store perspective i wanted it to be so that if you're flicking through the crates and you see this image you know that it's the label but on the digital front we are going to be working with a new visual artist for all of the future home listening series visualizers but with that Even though it won't only be Sophie making stuff, it'll all carry the same vibe. My collab with Disroot. That's really funny. So me and Disroot, who's an artist from Melbourne, he actually sent me this demo. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is sick. I gave my constructive criticism and he was like, I can't touch this music anymore. Like, I can't, I don't, I don't want to go in on it again. Do you want to finish it? So I, he sent me the files and I added some more punch through the track and refined the breakdown a bit and then obviously put my own vocal in it. I can't remember what the vocal was before, but I remember hearing it and being like, "No." (laughs) And then PMA, another old friend of mine from Canberra. He is ah, such an angel. He makes really interesting music. His textures are like not like I have heard from any other artists in Sydney at the moment, at least. I love playing this track. Just well, I have memories of playing at it pitch on the main stage and it's just such like a warming into the festival vibe like it's spacey it's trippy yeah it's like warm-up doof music <laughs> I guess what makes Pure Space unique to me would be that it's all the music that I love. (laughs) If that's not too corny. For the club releases, it's all music that I've really enjoyed finding and want to play in my DJ sets. And then for the home listening series, it's, you know, the softer, more relaxing music that's maybe more meditative. It will always be Australian music. And I think that that is, I feel like I'm at a position within the Australian scene that I can work with really interesting artists. And that I'm like a, I don't want to say a specialist, but like I'm in the community. So it's like a unique sphere that I can share with the world. I'm really excited to see the label grow though. Like I think... You know, in our first year that was last year, we put out two 12 inches, we learned a lot about how to put out a record, how the production processes work, how much it costs. And now that process doesn't seem so daunting, especially with doing some more digital releases, I think we'll be able to put out quite a few records every year. I'm kind of aiming for like five this year and spread out across the year so that that is manageable for both me and Mia on the label side and Sophie on the art side and I think that is our new goal it's one of those things like I know that I've talked about future classic already on the show but I really really respect those guys but I also I love their story and I know that what I'm doing right now like when they were my age they were DJing to fund putting out the 12 inches and it was super DIY and they'll throw parties and I just feel like that's really feels like where I am now and I I feel like the label has it has the means to grow into something really really big I think it is incredibly important right now to be supporting local labels in Australia if you have the means. The best way to do that is to purchase music directly from Bandcamp. I like so many people that are positioned more in the underground electronic sphere. I find that Streaming is kind of not a revenue option. It costs money to put your music on Spotify because you have to use a digital aggregator, and I've just not seen that money returned before through streaming. Knowing that by buying music on Bandcamp and other di- digital sites as well, but Bandcamp specifically is easily our biggest. Revenue stream for the label. And I just think that there is this really beautiful value in owning music and having that as a physical thing be part of your identity, whether it's buying a record or buying one of the prints that really allows the labels to continue doing what they're doing. Like, I don't think that many, if any, labels are really out there to make a whole lot of bank, but a lot of my goal is to just share amazing music but also create really beautiful products and I think that you know to be able to do that there just needs to be this constant flow over of support so if you see a release that you like just really consider the impact of purchasing that direct from the label or direct from the artist if they're releasing the record themselves because that it just in turn allows people to make more cool stuff. I would have to say one of the, my favourite events that we've done would have been the 100th broadcast on FBI radio that, like so many of Pure Space's endeavours, was a complete slog to put together (laughs) but then somehow magically it all comes out looking really sick so for that event we um we had an in-studio broadcast where i think about 80 people came at nine o'clock on a monday night and we had lukash play live and din play live and i hosted the show live in the studio facing all of these beautiful people Sophie and I spent the entire afternoon hanging first hanging all of these sheets so that we could do backwards projected visuals so that you can't see the video and then we live we live streamed it obviously on air but also on video just one of those things if you have these giant sheets folded up and you want to hang them and then project on them like we had to iron all the sheets like there was just always these like ridiculous roadblocks that come together to make things look really great and obviously because we only ever do these things very few and far between we're just doing them on the day of to get it all looking great so that was a hugely long day at fbi getting it all together but just such an amazing experience having me and Sophie and me are all there putting the show on and having um, Lukash, who is one of the artists that was one of the first, one of the first artists that I became quite close to through doing the radio show. And Dean, who are also so great. I miss having music from Din out. But yeah, it was a really great show. And I met. Um, oh, my goodness. We have had a texter on the radio show literally since it started. I don't know how we found the show. His name is C-Dot. And without fail, he texts in every single program. And he's just so lovely and was so excited to come to the studio to see the live broadcast and just meeting such a fan of the show that was like such a mystery before but now to meet them in the flesh is such a rare opportunity so that was definitely a highlight as well another moment of joy from starting the label is when we sold out the first record that was just a real nice way to start the label and know that people are receiving the music as we'd hoped and that you know Financially, we're going to definitely break even (laughs) and all of that as well. Jennifer Lovelace's EP, Hard Soft, was a release that, again, was really organic to put together. I met Jen years ago. We both DJed at a vibe-positive warehouse party and became really close friends ever since then. We both have a really similar goals but similar way of thinking about music industry and We both, as our own personal career paths, they kind of aligned really similarly. Mia Healy, who is the producer of the program, spent a year overseas. And while she was away, she was living in Germany and had a bit of extra time on her hands while she was studying there. So I kind of told her to, you know, pitch me an idea. What would you like to contribute to the label? And that's where the home listening series began. The idea and the concept of that was to do long form pieces. So 20 to 23 minute pieces that were attached with a full length visualizer. Originally as well, we were going to do that release as a cassette. And it's one of those things where as the label has grown and as I've had to like personally invest in a lot of this music, I've also had to really question the ethics of producing a lot of stuff, the functionality of a cassette release. To me, personally, I know there's a lot of people who love cassettes, but they just collect dust under my bed or on a shelf, and I never buy them, but I never play them, and I just couldn't. The idea of doing a cassette originally was really exciting, and then when it came around to the, are we going to make this cassette? I just, it just didn't, feel right but i also really knew that jen wanted to have a physical element to the release and that's how the prints came about so we took some screen grabs of the visualizer that sophie pure space uh, designer made and made these really beautiful prints that they're on really beautiful paper and the black is like the blackest black i've ever seen printed to paper they're really really beautiful I always like, with all of the releases, to ask the artists if they're open to constructive feedback from myself and Mia and Jen was, which is always a really nice process. So we're giving rounds of feedback on the demos and we decided in the end to get the final tracks mixed by an engineer and I think that as well has really made this release pop from like a slightly more lo-fi textures into a really glossy beautiful piece of work I'm really proud of Jen for like the time and effort and the energy that's gone into it I think it's a really personal piece to be your first release and I know she was a little nervous about having like a down tempo ambient tinged release as her debut but I think that the um, emotion in it and the subtleties really show how complex her ideas are and it's going to be a really exciting stepping block for her to then make another project i just love this release i will, i honestly think that you should only listen to it in the continuous form jen's just done such an amazing job and i hopefully will be working with her again Peerspace is all women that run the label and working with another woman who it's her first release that was just like a nice little touch as well. At the end of this month, we'll be announcing the next club release, which comes from an artist from Melbourne called Ayota, whose real name is Jack. And it's been another release that has been a pleasure to work on. I was playing, he he has a, a bunch of releases up on his band camp, um, either for free download or a charity donation. Um, and I was playing them all on the show. much but I could also in some of the tracks hear things that I would have like I could hear my own constructive feedback (laughs) so I reached out to him and asked if he had some more demos and asked if he'd want to work on a release together and three tracks so terminus kind of has this the UK club undertones to it cloud tech which is um, a real hot techno tune and Noxy which is more bassy and ambient and um, yeah really really nice and we've got two remixes on that release as well one from Pure Space Fave, Reptant and a remix from DBR who's one of IOTA's friends from Melbourne who's done a kind of uh, drum and bassy mix so yeah really excited to share those tracks I've got some snips here for you as well have one more home listening release and one more club release before the end of the year after those two so super busy definitely not not um, faffing about (laughs) we have just announced the next release actually it is from a local duo they're called job fit and it's the next chapter in the home listening series it is a much more experimental piece than we've released yet. The collaboration is between a producer and a poet, so there's a really strong in-your-face vocal element through the entire piece, as well as just some really crazy production and really interesting sampling. There is a theme that runs through the piece that is liquid and water, and that really holds holds the release together, but also The water is like a big release towards the end. It's another release that has just been a pleasure to work on both the producer and the poet who are anonymous, that's why I speak of them this way. Although have been so receptive to feedback and understand why things are happening a certain way. For this release, the visualizer is created by a local artist called Craig Esar. And he's done just such an amazing job of bringing the release into just a captivating sphere. Yeah, I'm really excited for you to hear the whole thing. I've got a snippet for you guys to listen to. Terrible music for Sake.
0: Rain.
1: A great wind, en encroach on my so own
0: space, carrying far across the tops of many trees. <blazy> a short- that the tap to flood, blood, flood, flood,
3: psw3 i've had these songs for so long grip huge tune this like you have to listen to this song on a huge system the sub bass is just hits you in the chest um we got tom McAllister, who's cop MV, to do the final mixes because i think by the time we got it structurally into the right place rory was just Just done, needed to have a new set of ears on it and he just lifted it into such a good place. Um, Subterranean Electro as well is just super, super staunch, the word that I keep using today. So excited to have this release out. We, yeah, we've been working on it for over a year and it's finally here, so go Rory. Such a pleasure to work with an artist who as well is really Supportive of working with a small label. Another thing that I've learned through all of this process is like managing expectation, but it's always so nice to have an artist who is just so pleasant and easy to work with. So the label in total, I think, is now that we've been up and running for about a year. I really see the next few years as like the stabilizing of the label. Like I want to continue to release really consistent records and to really continue to engage with new audiences and create beautiful products, both musically and visually it's exciting it's a a long slow process that just has such i just see such value in all of it the job fit release and the home listening release after that i guess the home listening series in a sense has been so far each of the artists first long release and i think that is like for me to have the opportunity to give that gift to someone is and to you know, be a really um, hopefully a really good experience, like label experience for someone for their first release, like I think being really kind and um, and honest is obviously <laughs> a little, that's a a thing you should do all, all through your life, but like on the label side I just, I feel really good about being each of these artists' first experiences. Um, and I hope to work with each of them again as the label grows as well. Maya, Dan and Kyle, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a really nice time hanging out with you guys and sharing all of the music couple of little trips down memory lane. I hope that I haven't gone on too many tangents and that that was a nice time. Thank you.
2: Absolute massive shout out to Andy Garvey for speaking to us all about Pure Space how it started out and where it wants to go in the future. Really, really exciting to see her grand vision unfolding right in front of our eyes and to have that hour to kind of talk and listen to all of the stuff, all of the ins and outs that Pure Space has to offer.
1: To hear how she speaks so passionately about local electronic music has been super special. If you want to catch up on anything from today's show, any tracks you want to listen again, maybe you missed something you can listen back at fbiradio.com slash programs or anywhere you grab your podcast from as we mentioned at the start of this show we're going to be doing we've got a couple actually uh, special label showcases locked in so keep your eyes open for the next one in a few weeks time right here and for the record
2: You can check out the full write-up of today's show on the website, fbiradio.com is the spot to hit up.
1: We're going to leave you here with the last of this rings around Saturn track.
2: You've been tuned in for the record.
1: We'll see you here at the same time next week.
0: I'm going to go and do that.